I'm Chuck P, and with me is the man who Ben Kingsley played in Iron Man 3, the Dandarin. Dan, what are we going to do today? Oh, we're here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Behind the MacBook, we have the commander of our cans. That's our uh, headphones. Oh. Oh. We have Gyro. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad you showed up. How's your weekend, guys? How are we doing today? It was great. It was a long weekend, but it was good. Dover, where'd you go? I was uh, down in Kentucky playing more drums. Paris, Kentucky? Paris, Kentucky? Uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Oh, close. Pretty much. I mean, same thing. Every Kentucky Kentucky is is all. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any Eiffel Tower things in Bowling Green, Kentucky? No. 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 I saw a water tower that said Florence, y'all. Florence, y'all? Florence, y'all? Oh, my gosh. I love that water tower. That's a good water tower. I take pictures of it every time I pass it. Florence, y'all? I use the Northern Kentucky geotag. Florence, y'all? Oh, it's the best. What a quality weekend. Oh, man. You know what else is the best? What is that? What Wearing else is that? sunglasses while you're podcasting. Inside. Indoors. All the lights on. Sun's coming through the window. Springtime rays coming in. Yeah. Feel good. Feel real good. Feel good. We're going to have a good time here. So we might as well get to it. Let's get right into it. Our favorite subject, the NBA. Yep. And here we go. Steph Curry goes for 41 points. 13 rebounds against Orlando. He can shoot from outside. He can get inside and get some boards if he needs to, especially against the guards in uh, Orlando. Steph Curry is incredible. Well, speaking of people that can rebound very well, Bookie Cousins going for 40 points, 15 boards over his former Kentucky Wildcat. Not quite teammate, but both Kentucky Wildcats. Mm -hmm. Not technically alums either, but they both went there for a little bit. Um, (laughs) Over Anthony Davis and the Pelicans earlier this week. Good uh, good night for Boogie against another big. He always seems to go big against those guys that are, uh, quote-unquote, the better bigs in the NBA. Well, it's that time of year that everybody's talking about March Madness, and nobody knows March Madness better than Kemba Walker, who had himself a week in two games, one versus Minnesota. He had 34-7-6 and six, versus the New Orleans Pelicans, 35-7-6. and six. Kemba Walker is on fire right now. Yeah, he's got a filthy, filthy, filthy step back. Uh, speaking of stepping back, Pau Gasol stepped back a little bit this week into the uh, time chamber, going for 12 points, 13 assists, and 17 boards against the Bucks. A little triple-double action for Pau. Haven't seen that in a while. It's good to see him playing well, and uh, I don't think we can do a whole show without me mentioning how much I love Damian Lillard. Not possible. And he went for 41, 11 assists, 5 rebounds versus Washington. He said, uh, hey, John Wall, how's it going? I'm gonna, I'm just going to have this one. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'll see you later. Goodbye. Yeah. Damian Lillard. Killing it. Yeah, he absolutely is. Speaking of guys that are killing it, Anthony Davis has really stepped it up since the All-Star break, going for 40 points, 13 rebounds, and three assists, and then matching that with Drew Holiday for another 30 points against Charlotte. Drew Holiday, back at it. Back at it. You know, really coming off of that injury after the offseason, coming off the minutes restriction. Another game this week, 34 points, 10 assists, five boards against Memphis. The minutes, the minutes are going up, and the production is going up. You know, 38 minutes, 40 minutes. You know, the things are starting to trend upward for him, and it's unfortunate that the – Pelicans got such into a small start of the year, but a bad start to start the year. Yeah. But as he's getting back, the Pelicans are playing much better basketball. KD went for 37 assists, 12 rebounds, and Russell Westbrook, 25 and 20 assists, 11 rebounds, another triple-double for Russ. They went over the Clippers. These are guys jockeying for playoff positions, and it's good to see them perform against the guys that they need to. Yep. Speaking of guys that are performing, Chuck P, one of your favorite guys post oh, All Star break. I'm pretty uh, sure every one of these guys is my favorite guy. That's true. That's why we put them <laughs> all on the lines at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the show. Devin Booker, 32 <laughs> points in 39 minutes against the Knicks, and then uh, 35 points in 45 minutes over the Denver Nuggets. Again, you know, good player on a bad team right now, putting up some good stats on a bad team. So hopefully that kind of translates as the Suns go forward and they build what they're doing in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But Devin Booker really playing well and getting those those cr- crucial minutes early in his career. Yeah, well, uh, uh, other guys who can go out and shoot the three. Clay Thompson goes for 37. He hit eight threes. Steph Curry, 34. He hit seven threes versus Portland. They're, they were in for a revenge game. Clay and Curry showed up and, and gave it to him. Yeah, I was not expecting that outcome as I was uh, oh, Speaking of not other, accepted. Yeah, thinking no. some other things and outcomes. But that's besides the point because we're about to get to my favorite line of the entire week. One of my favorite players <laughs> in the leagues, the anomaly, Lance Stevenson, goes for 33 points. Yes, I did not speak out of turn. 33, 33. points for Lance Stevenson. Seven boards to go along with it at 38 minutes. 
Lance had the ball in his hand in crunch time in that game against the Pelicans. Lance Stevenson had the Lance ball in crunch time. Stevenson had the ball in crunch time. <laughs> Dave Yeager trusted him with the ball in crucial minutes of the game against the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know that he really trusted well. him. I, I think he didn't have a choice. He didn't really have a choice. We'll get into that in a little bit. But Lance Stevenson made some really nice plays in mm-hmm. that game in crunch time. Hit a nice step back three in the corner in uh, regulation and then in overtime had really two good plays attacking the bucket and had a really nice dunk going to his left to kind of ice it for the uh the grizzlies in that game so Mm -hmm. big ups to my boy lance stevenson and in that very same game you had matt barnes matt barnes that's right matt barnes going for a triple double 26 points 11 rebounds 10 assists for matt barnes (laughs) what is happening on planet earth where lance stevenson goes for 33 and in the same game Matt Barnes has a triple-double. Oh, what's happening on this earth? Um, Michael Beasley got 18 points and eight rebounds in a game. That's what's happening on in this earth. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. minutes. Daryl Morey on Friday talked up on Zach Lowe's podcast all about how uh, Michael Beasley is a real great guy. Everyone in the NBA really wants to see him do well. They know that he has a great ability. And two weeks ago, he was the MVP in China. China. <laughs> he was in China. He wasn't even in the NBA two weeks ago. He was basically being the MVP <laughs> and now, in another country. And now he scored more points than he had minutes versus Boston, an actual good defensive team in the NBA. Exactly. It's unbelievable. One of those things that I think maybe, believe it or not, mm-hmm. could spark the Rockets to go into the right direction. Oh, Who man. would have thought that Michael Beasley, Michael Beasley would be the would reason the pace guy. for the uh, Houston Rockets to really oh, get going? Please, um, please. Another great line from this week. DeMar DeRozan just continues to play really well this season. 38 points, 10 rebounds, 70 assists against Miami. The Raptors are playing a very quality brand of basketball right now. DeMar DeRozan is driving that engine. You know, uh, about a month and a half ago, Giannis Antetokounmpo did not have a single triple-double in his entire career, and now he has four of them. He had another one this week versus Brooklyn, 28, 11 boards, 14 assists. This is working for Giannis. He's exactly, great. exactly. You know, we, we, we try not to get too excited about stats against the Nets. Right. I know, it's but another it's a triple-double triple double for Giannis. Giannis. In we'll, like 11 games yeah, or something. we'll take it. We'll take it. And I finally, it. the elder statesman, even though he's not the elder statesman, uh, LeBron James goes for 27.6 rebound, five assists against a just beatdown of the Los Angeles Clippers yesterday. Oh, we yeah. are recording on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday in uh, – Sunday primetime hoops action. The Cavs played a very good game, a very good game against the Clippers. We'll get into that here in a little bit. Oh yeah, well we can talk about the Clippers right now if you want. We want to talk about the yeah. Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder uh, Clippers game that we had earlier in the week. Um, it, it seems like OKC is real good against the teams that they need to be. Right, and it, it, it sometimes it falls apart for them. Um, we, we, we'll get to that again. And we, we have a lot of these, we'll get to that in a minute, yeah, this, right, right. this episode already, but OKC, they control the boards against, uh, the Clippers, excuse me. Um, it may be due to the fact that the Clippers don't have Blake Griffin. No. Um, he's an all-star top 10 power forward. Right. And so it's, it's really tough to uh, lose that guy and keep the edge up. The Clippers have been able to do it. I mean, against lesser competition, if you've looked over what, what they've been dealing with since the All-Star break. And but. a better record without Blake. And a lot of people mm-hmm. said, oh, do they really need Blake? Do they trade Blake? But against the, the heavy hitters in right. the West and the heavy hitters in the East, it's not. It's you not can't happening. play without Blake. Right. I mean, you've got Luke Richard Mbaamute. You're welcome. Good what? Yeah, Good. God, thanks. Wow, that was great. Uh, playing the, the power forward spot, mm-hmm. him and Jeff Green kind of interchanging that, but not what you need against a team like OKC that really pounds the offensive glass and pounds the boards in general. Mm-hmm. And they were able to control the boards, like you said, and control the game throughout the entire game. Uh, Durant and Westbrook doing their thing. Um, Enes Cantor played very well in that game. Yep. Jeff or uh, Serge Ibaka stretches the floor, and like you said, the Thunder when it when they're playing against a team that is not necessarily above them in mm-hmm. the the standings in the West, really have no problem. Right. They can close out those games. Now they did they did struggle a week ago closing out a game as the Clippers, but they redeemed themselves and came back. But man, we'll get into talking about the Thunder closing out games. But they controlled the game against the Clippers. They're really starting to kind of. They fired on all cylinders at the start of the week. We'll mm-hmm. get into their game at the end of the week, but played really well against the Clippers and kind of jockeying for that Western Conference positioning. Yep. Uh, this week, we we said goodbye to another team's playoff chances. Uh, yes. The Lakers were officially eliminated. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> Moment of silence for the Lakers? 
that was long that enough. Was enough. That was long that enough. That was enough. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Kobe. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Kobe in his final showdown with LeBron James. Now that the, there is no chance for a finals meetup against no. LeBron Kobe. Not this year. After all this time, they never saw each other in the finals. They got to duke it out. LeBron got 24. Kobe with 26. They went at each other a few times. It was just a fun game. It was. Yeah. And it definitely gave the LA fans what they wanted mm-hmm. there were definitely times where lebron and kobe were matched up on the wing and playing some one-on-one iso ball and kobe got the best lebron a few mm-hmm. times oh yeah lebron was going at him lebron wasn't giving him the token slap the floor all-star game defense that he gave him a few <laughs> weeks back but legitimately going at him and kobe still showed you you know if it weren't for the 82 games they have to play and the grueling schedule these guys have to go through mm-hmm. you know if he could take a couple nights off and come back and play, he could, you know, he can still do things offensively. It's just the entirety of the grind really gets to the miles that he's put on, but mm-hmm. really went at LeBron a couple yep. really nice rip through and attack step back vintage Kobe moves. Um, had LeBron on skates a couple times. Yeah, defensively. he did. He um, made some vines out of him. He definitely did. He definitely did. But it was really cool to see those two guys um, really kind of show out the last time that they were going to be playing against each other. LeBron, you know, 24 Kobe had 26. Um, all all five Cavs were in double figures in that yep. game. Cavs had a good week, uh, and it started off with a, a win against the downtrodden L.A. Lakers. Mm-hmm. Well, I mentioned it earlier. The Golden State Warriors, they scored 81 points in the first half. In against half. Portland. In one half. I was, I was busy. I was at work that evening, and uh, I was checking my phone, and I was like, oh, Golden State is 81. I was like, oh, well, this is probably into the – Fourth quarter. This is this is third quarter. Wait a minute. Oh, this is halftime right they now. Even what is happening? The second half. Of this I was game, yeah. I was blown away. Do you know how many times Portland has scored 112 points and lost this year? Uh, I'm gonna say not many, but give me the exact number. Uh, zero. Oh, zero is the so exact. I was close number. with not many. Yeah, not many at all. Actually, um, the Golden State Warriors just blew up offensively. I mean, they hit 19 threes. Uh, I'm sorry, they hit 18 threes. My apologies. Oh, yes. 18. My bad. Oh, man, they're so good. Yes, just they are. All, all facets of, yes. of their offensive game. They're just they're, well, they're killer. Not only that, but all facets of the defensive game as well. Because True. The big thing that the Trailblazers are able to do to you is their backcourt really mm-hmm. dictates flow and dictates pace. Right. And the Warriors were able to neutralize McCollum and Lillard. And Lillard. Holding yeah. Lillard, to, I think, was it his worst outcome of the season, I believe? Five for 19. Yeah, five for 19, 17 points. Did yeah. not have a Damian Lillard-type game. Um, and, you know, he always takes those games very seriously. I mean, we mm-hmm. talked about these guys when they get into these moments where the media is going to be paying attention to it. There oh, will yeah. be cameras there. Mm-hmm. Damian is one of those guys who has always taken those things seriously because he comes from Weaver state. He's never, wasn't highly recruited. Right. You know, wasn't draft was a, was a lottery pick, but like, Oh, I should have been the first overall pick kind of, you know, chip on his shoulder. Right. And you expect him to come out and do what he did the first time and go for a 50. Mm-hmm. And the warriors game plan was just, Hey, go ahead and shoot it as many times as you want, but we're going to keep you inefficient. And right. you know, you go 19 shots, 17 points. That is about as inefficient as you can get. And, credit to that warriors defense yeah. because they can really turn it up when they need to mm-hmm. and they can and of course they can go out and outscore a team if they need to yeah as so well. it's, it's these the as an opponent it's just the worst of both worlds because mm-hmm. not only can they stop you but then they can just pour it on you 81 points and a half style so right. big issues for the trailblazers in that game but man the warriors just play a really really great brand of basketball absolutely moving on to our primetime game saturday night we had the spurs Go up against the Thunder. The Spurs moved to thirty-two and zero at home. Again, we talked about this a little bit. Thirty-two and zero at home. No one's talking about them. Just, oh, just man. let them almost have the best record in the NBA history. They've the, the Warriors <laughs> are going to have it. They've uh, they've already clinched their division. Yep. Um, currently, they have a forty-one game home winning streak. And in case you're wondering, that is the third longest of all time. Um, and c- currently, right behind the the Warriors, who are forty-five wins at, in a row at home i mean they are actually setting history yes and nobody's talking about and them it's, because and the Warriors exactly are so what good. they want us like we talked about this like spurs fans are mm-hmm. obviously like shouting from the mountaintops we are incredible everyone right. pay attention but internally with the spurs hey you know take take it off us we don't need it we don't need the attention we're just right. gonna keep playing really good basketball and it doesn't matter but that spurs thunder game in prime time 
again, another game the Thunder led mm-hmm. going into the fourth quarter. Yep. And made some really cool moves down the stretch defensively, moving Kawhi over to Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. and really caused problems for Russell Westbrook. Um, Kawhi is athletic enough and he's long enough to stay in front of Russ. And Russ's game is not catch and shoot, is not go off the dribble and shoot from three. Right. He's capable, but it's not what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi, long enough to kind of keep a little room and distance in between and contest those shots, but with that space, and he's athletic enough to keep Russ in front. And they did that. And again, another game, the Thunder lead going into the fourth and can't close the door. And down the stretch, Kawhi made some really big-time plays. Yeah. And you could hear Popovich scream at him. They had one possession, I think with about six minutes left, where they didn't get a shot they wanted. Kawhi looked drained because he's been tracing Russell Westbrook around the entire fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You can hear Pop from the bench screaming to get the ball into Kawhi's hands right. to make a play. And he, the first time, he took a step back that he was, was short. The legs were tired. Mm-hmm. Two possessions later, hit a really big three on the right wing. Kawhi played at a very high level on both ends of the floor. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the only guys in the league that can guard Russell Westbrook on one end and, and then give it to him in crunch time yeah. and get buckets for the Spurs. But again, you know, the Spurs do what they do. Down the stretch, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't matter who scores. Right. It's at the Spurs score. So they're moving the ball around. Patty Mills hit a big three. Marcus Aldridge hit a baseline jumper. Like It's just getting all of these guys involved, getting them in positions. I think Boris Dio had a nice hook in the lane in the second half. That right. was late. So like, these guys, Boris it doesn't Dio. matter. It does not matter who scores. It just matters that the Spurs score. Danny Green, huge tip dunk in that game. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was actually blown away when I saw that. Yeah. He had- I almost sent you a text. I was like, wow, that was a... That was an actual real tip dunk, and it was by Danny Green. So we'll go back uh, um, a couple years here. Danny Green has my favorite dunk in North Carolina basketball history. At, oh boy. at Duke in transition, dunks on Greg Paulus. And uh, <laughs> talking about someone's business being all in someone's face, uh, <laughs> Danny Green's business was all up in Greg Paulus's face. That's great. And I think it, it it's in the top ten of my favorite Carolina Duke moments. Maybe mm-hmm. my favorite – I mean – Maybe my favorite. I, I, we, we don't like to talk, you know, off of everything. Oh, this is my favorite. This is the mm-hmm. best. But Danny Green had a really nice dunk of transition against Greg Paulus. But, yes, I remembered <laughs> him being able to get up and make those moves right. and make those kind of plays. But, mm-hmm. man, again, the Thunder not playing very well in tight ball games against the elite of the West. Right. Well, I also think they have issues down low. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge got 24 points. I, I think that – there's, I mean, he went, was, I think, with nine for 14. Ennis Cantor can't guard him. Ennis no. Cantor, the Turkish turnstile. I no. mean, it just, you just go right through him. So you have to put, I mean, if anybody surge, but I mean, the, the matchups just don't work out as well with a Thunder down low. I mean, when you don't have one of your best offensive forwards right. not playing anywhere close to decent defense. No. It's it just not going to work out. And so uh, they either hinder themselves on the offensive end or hinder themselves on the defensive end. Right. And um, unfortunately for them, LaMarcus Aldridge was able to take advantage of it. Right. And the thing that they did really well late, and again, Durant catching the ball in the mid post, mm-hmm. turning and trying to play one-on-one, uh, David West coming over and playing that you know stand zone, almost in the middle of the paint, stepping in and out so you don't get three seconds. But it's Steven Adams mm-hmm. in crunch time because he has to defend the bigs of the Spurs. But you you don't have right. really have to guard him on the other end, and whoever is matched up on him just steps to the opposite side and plays Durant almost as a two person zone against him. And Steven Adams not going to catch and shoot a fifteen footer. He right. kind of spread that D and unless you throw a lob to him and he catches and dunks it, well, he, he had some really nice uh, attacks mm-hmm. to the rim and had some big dunks. But unless also he's looks doing a that, lot like the last samurai. Oh yes. <laughs> just every day. Yes. Just more and more like the last samurai He and Tom Cruise. Best buds. <laughs> um, don't know if that's true. Probably. I would be best buds if well, I was him. Yeah. Why not? Um, but yeah, the, uh, the down the stretch offense and defense for the thunder really lacking mm-hmm. Spurs stepped up to the plate, yep. you know, got their 32nd win at home this season. And man, they are quietly, having one of the greatest seasons in NBA history. And they're, and they're so spoiled too. You just mentioned David West and it's sometimes it's easy to forget that they have David West and Kevin Martin's on their bench and right. and Andre Miller in case something happens to their to their uh starting guards, they have Andre Miller back right. there. Like it 
they're so good. Well, it's like, funny. In, in crunch incredible. time of that game, or the four-minute mark, three-minute mark, David West got three really good looks at it from mm-hmm. 15 feet, you know, layups for him in Indiana. Right. You know, you expect every time that shot goes up to go in, mm-hmm. and he missed all of them. Right. And you're thinking to yourself, why is David West taking so many <laughs> shots in crunch time? He's not even supposed to be here. Right, yeah. But he got he got those touches. And I think that's right after that pop was like, hey, Kawhi, get the ball. Go make a play. And mm-hmm. he did. He had some really big shots down the stretch for them. David West, Xavier guy. Yeah, that's right. You know why I think the Indiana, Indiana Pacers imploded a few years ago? It's because they had Lance Stevenson, who was a Cincinnati guy. Right. David West, Xavier guy. Mm. I think that there must have been some fighting there. Some infighting, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because these guys hold on to those grudges the entire way. You have to. I yes. mean, that's just how college works. Exactly. I had to bring it back to March Madness, of course. Well, you know, that is that time of year. <laughs> you got to get that water cooler tucked. Oh. Who do you got in your Final Four? <laughs> I'm Chuck. <laughs> if you're not going Chuck, then you're not doing it right. Right. Um, the other primetime game that we had Sunday afternoon, the matinee, Cavs versus Clippers. And this was a game that you really enjoyed watching, Dan. Well, uh, to start the game, I don't think anybody enjoyed it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it was rough. But one of my favorite things is this time of year is we now have Sunday afternoon basketball. Right, yeah. I love it. I love being able to watch those Mm -hmm. games in the afternoon on Sundays. Well, it used to be like throw on NASCAR, take a nap, put on a golf tournament, take a nap. Right. Now there's basketball. Now I can't nap. Exactly. Dover just gave me the worst stink eye when I said turn on golf, take a nap. (laughs) <laughs> Dover is a big golf guy. Avid golfer over there. Avid golfer. Yeah, what's wrong with golf? Who's oh. your boy? Ricky. Ricky's your boy? Why are you changing? It was Bubba for so long. Now he's changing it up. No, Rick, Ricky's doing well right now. Oh, I love Ricky. Yeah, he's just got to win. win more. So speaking of uh, basketball. Yes. <laughs> and Oklahoma yeah. State people. Yeah. Oklahoma. Smooth transition to the Clippers <laughs> and the Cavs. No, it right. was a rough, rough start to that game. Both mm-hmm. teams um, looked pretty lethargic to start the game. Yep. Uh, the Cavs especially mm-hmm. did not come out, started 0 for 7 from 3. It was a real rough start to that game. But then something turned and changed, and the Cavs went on a nice run and then just slammed the door shut, which is what you want to see from a team at this time of year who's competing for the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. A team that can get up and then just, hey, we're up 10 and extend it to 20 and right. extend it to 25, and then it is the door slammed. Um, second half of that game, the Cavs really came to play. Uh, went 18 for 37 from three. Went on a nice stretch in the third quarter where they hit five straight. And yep. Dover, your boy, J.R. Smith, had a nice J.R. Smith moment where no one in the building can stop him, and he's shooting step backs. He's going to his right. He's going to his left. And one of my favorite things about the NBA is when J.R. Smith gets in going, and I know you really appreciate that. Of course I do. Yes. <laughs> so he really had it going. He went six of nine for three and just had some of the most absurd. You know, he's, he's made the comment before. He's like, I'd rather shoot a contested step back shot than one where I'm wide open. Mm-hmm. Well, he had a couple where he just held it in his hands and waited for somebody to come contest him. So he could move into a step back so he could shoot a tougher <laughs> shot. And he, he hit all of them. Right. Uh, on top of that, Channing Fry has been playing really well in the last two weeks Thank since goodness. he's come over. Yeah. Thank goodness. Please justify that. Exactly. I love it. He went five of eight from three, mm-hmm. but started five for five from three. And yeah. again, it was during that third quarter when the Cavs just came out and slaughtered the Clippers and just pretty much the game was over in that third. Yeah. Um, and did it on the defensive end as well. And mm-hmm. held the Clippers to 40% shooting from the field, 31% from three. They were running. J.J. J.J. Reddit came out hot, and then they kept running him off the three-point line in the right. second half. Oh, uh, and it's keeping the ball out of his hands, too. You, right. They got in passing lanes. They made sure that he couldn't get the ball. Right. And Cavs played a, a type of basketball that you would hope to see them play this time of year. Um, all five guys contributing, guys coming off the bench contributing, Matthew Delvadova contributing, yeah. uh, LeBron doing LeBron things. Um had a nice alley-oop dunk where I was like, man, I haven't seen LeBron catch a dunk off an alley-oop or catch a dunk uh, in a long time. And, mm-hmm. you know, the athleticism is, you know, slowly coming back. Another one of those trips to Miami where he comes back and all of a sudden he is athletic again. Right. Well, guess what? He's athletic again. And oh, I, yeah. I, we've talked about this in the in the last couple of weeks where you like, okay, he's coasting until it's playoff time. Yeah. Um. So he kind of – he's he's giving us glimpses of, hey, guys, I still got it. Hey, guys, I still got it. I think he's in another – he's in a spot kind of similar to the Spurs with the Warriors is, hey, Steph's got all the limelight. Let Steph do his thing. Right, yeah. I'm quietly just getting 26 a night, 27 a night, 
mm-hmm. seven and seven. Like I'm just quietly kind of doing my thing. I'm still an alpha. Yeah. No, go ahead and forget about me now. But come, come playoff time, come serious time, we'll be ready to play. Right, and 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 with some of the tension going on in the Clippers locker room, or some of the alleged, I'm sorry, the Clippers. I I meant Correct. I meant the Cavs. Uh, right. So uh, some of the tension going on there, it's nice to see them put it together against the Clippers. Yeah, and uh, and really pull something off. That's, yeah, good that's week really for impressive. the Cavs. Good yeah. week for the Cavs. Uh, we like to notice certain trends over uh, longer periods of time. We like to look back on, on what teams are actually doing. And, and to do that, we're going to go into one of our more favorite uh, segments. It's, uh, of course, there it is, there it ain't. There it is! One of our favorites. We just, we just one love of the best. Lawrence Fishburne. You, you, can't, you can't not. Searching for Bobby Fisher has been on Showtime recently. Watched it twice over the last couple <laughs> weeks. Love it. Uh, Dan, how about you get started with our first team? Um, our, this is a team that, again, I've already talked about Kemba being Kemba. Yes. And the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets oh. are playing very good basketball right now. Yeah. Not only Kemba, but Nicholas Batum, a guy we've talked about mm-hmm. in the past. Really quality 3 and D. Guy that can shoot the three and defend. Kind of both guys on the wing. Playing mm-hmm. very well for them. Marvin Williams making a comeback. Yeah, he is. Carolina guy. Mm-hmm. Making a comeback. Playing really well in the uh, the Hornets organization. Yep. They are 13-2 and two over the last 15 Charlotte Hornets. There it is. You also love to see Courtney Lee ever since he joined up. He, he's been playing well as well. Yeah, so Courtney Lee playing well. You know, Al Jefferson, you know, mm. not a focal point anymore. We talked about him a little bit last week. Right. Still really good with his back to the basket. They have a couple lineup options where they have four round one, and they spread it, and they, yeah. they have four shooters on the floor, and you have to guard Al with two. Mm-hmm. And when oh, yeah. you do that, you have to bring some help. He kicks it. Guys can attack. Guys can kick, and guys can get open looks from it. Well, one that I put down on the trends list that, Dan, you might not take us seriously, but uh, Shelvin Mack. There it is! Since joining the Utah Jazz, he's got 11 points a game, four assists, three, re- three rebounds, a steal, shooting 37% from three. Not bad. He's doing it in 28 minutes. Shelvin Mack was, was sitting on the bench getting DNPs for the Hawks, and he got traded, and he's showing that he has legitimate... Well, he has actual basketball abilities. Yeah. And he's doing it for the Jazz who who need help at that position. Definitely. With, I mean, Dante Exum went down early. I mean, not early in the year, but before the year started. Right. Um, and then uh, Alec Burks uh, coming in and out of the lineup. It's it's good to see Shelvin Mack. I, I, I just like somebody who comes into his own when they come to a new team. And so... Uh, we can't really that, be that surprised. He's a Butler guy. He's a Butler guy. Coached by Brad Stevens. President Brad Stevens. So he has been, yes, yes. <laughs> Bill Simmons. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but he is a guy that is just a quality NBA basketball player. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be a perennial all-star. Right. He's not going to be a guy that you're going to say, oh, please go out and get us 30 a night. Please go do that for us. Nope. But he's a guy you can plug in to a jazz lineup that is a formidable lineup. They have legitimate guys on the wing. They have two bigs down low that can defend and can score with their back to the basket. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about, putting an adult NBA player at that point guard spot can help a team, and Shelvin Mack is doing that for the Jazz. Yep. Uh, another t- Again, we have to, for the Lakers, we'll do another one, just because it was Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Co- well, the Lakers, there it ain't, so we'll do our another, another moment. Okay, that was for Kobe. That yeah, one was that, for Kobe. That was for Kobe, not so much for the Lakers. This has just been the year of let's just give as much love as we possibly can to Kobe. So we gave him two so moments of silence. So we gave him two moments of silence. <laughs> but Lakers, they ain't officially eliminated, officially eliminated from playoff contention. That means uh, we never we, have to talk about them ever we again. We knew that there was a possibility that they might come back, so we were holding out hope. <laughs> But they didn't Sorry, make it. I had to laugh. Well, yeah, because it's not. They knew <laughs> yeah, they, they were coming back. They were they're too concerned about making sure they get one of those uh, top three picks. So, yeah, yeah. Now, Lakers out of it. Yeah, uh, the Pistons. They've won seven of their last ten. The Pistons have five guys averaging double figures. Drummond fifteen and fifteen. Uh, Reggie Jackson eighteen six assists. Uh, Contavious Caldwell. Really Pope. like this guy, Contavious Caldwell. Oh my gosh, the Pope Contavious the first. Uh, fifteen points a game. Uh, Marcus Morris, 15. Tobias Harris, ever since joining the squad, 17. Six rebounds, three assists. The Pistons starting lineup right now. There it is! They have a lot of things going on that they can do really well uh, with with so many guys averaging double figures. They can move Marcus Morris in and out of the line, in and out of the starting lineup when they need right, to. Right. They still have Jody Meeks and Stanley Johnson are coming back. 
these are this is a team with some flexibility who knows maybe they'll make a playoff run and we talked to them a couple years or a couple weeks back Mm -hmm. as a a team like hey buy stock in them yeah don't necessarily think the stock is going to skyrocket the second half of the nba season Mm -hmm. but come next season these young guys get more used to playing with each other these pieces are all going to fit together they have guys that can defend the wing that can shoot on the wing that can play multiple positions think about a guy in catavius caldwell pope who in a shooting guard position that is not full of talented guys is kind of emerging as a next really good shooting guard um and i like what they're building we've talked about this Mm -hmm. i like what it's dan van gunding is just rebuilding the 2008 orlando magic he is uh he's making those guys play a really good brand of basketball and you get meeks back guy that can shoot the three Mm -hmm. stanley johnson another guy who can guard the three and the four yeah have some really interesting uh small ball lineups with those two guys pistons yeah it is it is um, they're, they're also right now, they're the eighth seed. So yep. maybe they can maneuver their way up a couple spots, uh, before the end of the season, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just about getting into the playoffs and getting some experience. Getting, yeah. Now. Getting, getting those young guys used to playing those, those playoff minutes that yeah. are just drastically different than the regular season. So, yeah, so it might it, be worth it for them to make a push here to try to really get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team, another team in the East, I, I feel like we, we've already hit three teams in the East. So, uh, team in the give East, the, that's give doing East well. some love this week. East some love. We talk about the, we talk about the Warriors and Spurs and Thunder so much. We had to go with we the, uh, the Cavs, Raptors, and Pistons this week. Oh, man. The Raptors. There it is. Nine of their last 11 they've won. They've lost five games since January 6th. Only only one of them was at home. Five games since January 6th. Only Golden State and San Antonio have lost less. They've lost four each. The Raptors are really good. Yeah. People are not talking about them. No. They they're good. Like I, it, and it's insane to think Lowry's going 24, seven assists, five rebounds, two steals, uh, DeMar DeRozan, two and a half or 25 and a half, five rebounds, three assists. He's, he's getting to the line. I a mean, lot. this is a guy who can get to the line, 10 free throw attempts a game. And they still have Jonas Valanciunas. Who's trying to get his game consistently good. Uh, Damari Carroll hasn't played in a in a, a while, and if he can come back and be a, 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 maybe a small ball four, mm-hmm. take away some of those minutes from Luis Scola, move, maybe move Terrence Ross into the lineup, another super freak show athlete that they have on the wing that no one can really figure out what he is exactly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he really is, but he has flashes of brilliance. He had a he had a fifty point game last year. He had a fifty point game. He can play. He can play. And they, they have an interesting small ball lineup with yes. the, the Lowry, Ro, DeRozan, Ross, um, Valanciunas, and uh, Carroll. Yeah. It could be a really interesting team. And I think we, for a reason everyone's like the Cavs are coming out of the East. That's it. Cavs are coming out of the East. Raptors are two and a half back from the one seed. Exactly. Two and a half back. Exactly. The Raptors are not going to go quietly. They are going to give the Cavs everything they can handle and i'm looking forward to that eastern conference championship we'll go to uh, you know what it's too far ahead but i yeah, I, let's not. <laughs> I would i would be pretty upset if we did not get to see the raptors play the Cavs in eastern conference because i think it'd be a much more interesting series than most people would think now for toronto fans let's just let's get the raptors to win a playoff series that would be big yes uh, toronto fans we i feel you i understand Let's get that. Let's get that playoff uh, series win. Yeah, and let's see a, a deep run. That'd be great. I yeah. think the Raptors are so good. I don't think the Brooklyn Nets are going to be in there to uh, derail their season this year. So, <laughs> yeah. was, and it, the the Wizards were there in the past, and it was yeah. it was Paul Pierce calling uh, calling the win. Yes. <laughs> Did yeah. you call bank? I call win. I called win. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but so yeah, look looking really good with the Raptors going forward. Mm-hmm. I really like what they're doing. I like what they have up that way some really interesting pieces they can move around and i think team that could really give Cavs a run for their money in the east oh yeah uh a team that has um, a, a pretty decent spot in the western conference right now is the Memphis grizzlies yeah they're, they're uh i believe the five seed right now and unfortunately their health is uh there it ain't yes yeah, so memphis grizzlies your uh, current roster your injury situation they it ain't that's I, not good. Re, just re, read it off. Okay. This is absurd how they are winning basketball games with these guys not playing for them. Give me the rundown. Okay, so Jordan Adams hasn't been playing since November. But we, again, a guy like, okay, well, do we a UCLA guy mm-hmm. young in his career? 
Eh, Jordan Adams gets some minutes for him, but okay. Jordan Adams, right. we'll move on. After the season, though. Now, Marcus All, Defensive Player of the Year, Absolutely. great guy, all star. He's out for the season. Key contributor. Brendan Wright, a, a pretty decent forward who's real efficient. Exactly. Coming off the bench. Key contributor. Yeah. Out indefinitely. Chris Anderson. Lots of tats. Out indefinitely. Mike Conley. He's a really good point guard. He's out until at least April. Zach Randolph has been dating. The heart and soul of your team. Not sure if he's playing every night. <laughs> Mario Chalmers is out indefinitely. Probably the rest of the year. Vince Carter has been questionable. You that is why Lance Stevenson was able to get 33 points in right. 30 because he was playing 38 minutes. Yeah. Matt Barnes got a triple double because he's been playing out there. They've got no one else. No. They had to go out and sign Briante Weber and Ray McCallum, who just got cut from the Spurs. Not like, CJ McCollum. No, not CJ McCollum. <laughs> not I'm not gonna be, make not that mistake. I'm not making that mistake again. Um I, I mean they're they're picking guys off the street because they have no other option. Yeah. And they're still the five seed. Well, what's funny is I, look, I was looking at their box score a couple nights ago, and I saw Jay Green. I'm like, no, 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 no. Jeff Green is not on that he team. He no longer plays on that team. It's Jermichael Green playing Jermichael Green. really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But we talked a little about this before we started the show. Mm -hmm. Is It's that post-Jeff Green, wherever Jeff Green leaves from, yeah. that team seems to flourish. For whatever reason, it's not that Jeff <laughs> Green's a bad guy. It's not that he's a bad player. He and Rudy Gay, for yeah, whatever it was reason. Rudy Gay was the other one. Those two guys, for whatever reason, have this just stink on them that as soon as they leave, the team they leave excels. Right. And the Grizzlies are doing it with a makeshift duct tape together lineup and team, but guys are stepping up and they're keeping them afloat in a in a Western conference that is brutal. And it doesn't make any sense. Right. Dave Yeager is just doing the <laughs> coaching job of his life keeping I mean, this team afloat. Ryan Hollins got 20 minutes the other night. So did PJ Harris. PJ Harris didn't get 20 minutes. I'm sorry. I have a warm place in my heart for PJ Harrison. It's I mean, an irrational warm <laughs> place in my heart because the guy is so inefficient. But he is another guy like J.R. Smith. Where if he gets it going, watch out because he could score 50 on you. Right. But most time, most of the time, he's gonna be, he's gonna be an inefficient, get more shots than. Mm -hmm. Then he has points. So it's right. like, oh, okay, whatever. PJ's going to get 20, but it's going to be on 22 shots. Cool. Have at it, PJ. But every <laughs> once in a while, he just lights it up for 50. And I, you know, uh, gotta, gotta stop. <laughs> gotta stop place my heart for PJ. I like him a lot. So I, I think that there's a, a decent chance that Memphis starts to fall off. I mean, like, I, I don't understand how they could stay in their position that they're at. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll even drop down to the, to the eight seed or even fall out. But I mean, they have a pretty good good position on the five spot in right. the west so we'll see what happens but yeah just the, not the team not not the team that it ain't just the injuries the, for the injuries team. yeah the team injuries that it ain't yeah um other injuries to keep you updated on oj mayo's out the rest of the year he joins michael carter williams who's out the rest of the year and john henson who hasn't played in a while and steve novak who's out the rest of the year for the milwaukee bucks uh, Milwaukee Bucks. It was a disappointing season already. Yeah. It's tough to see all these players going down. Uh, and in case you have Julio Loca for in your fantasy lineup, i.e., uh, like this guy did, um, get him out because he's not playing the rest of the year. No, he's out. Yeah, he's gone. Yes, not so. playing anymore. Um, some other notes. Um, some really interesting things happening in Sacramento. Uh, yep. Bogey Cousins suspended mm -hmm. for a game. Um, having some interesting conversations with George Carl on the sidelines. How many times are they going to get in a fight? Um, probably significant, just a ton more until they decide, okay, we they gotta need get to part ways with one of you because it is a big problem. Uh, suspended a game for it. I guess for insubordination, I guess is I guess. what you could call it. Did they yeah. give him a detention for like a game? I don't actions know. Actions detrimental to the team or something. I, and when do we realize, okay, Boogie is a, an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that talent that we kind of coddled the, well, he's just misunderstood. He's a hard guy to understand. You know, he's, he wants to win all the time. But, like, when do we get to the point with him where it's, hey, man, you need to grow up. Right. And, I mean, somebody will always want him around because he's so talented. He's so talented. And, you know, you can default to that more often than that. So, if, if, he, if Boogie wasn't as gifted as he as he is people say all right let's just get him out of the organization but he, he is so talented that you have to almost try whatever you possibly can to get to him 
I remember a few, well, quite a few years ago, Gerald Green was one of those guys who just had a bad attitude. And, you know, he didn't have that kind of talent. And what no. he do, he floated around D-League teams all over the place. Right. Until he changed his attitude. And right. His actual talent was able to make it, get him a spot on in an NBA team. He started playing for the Suns. He was, like, in the mix for uh, most improved player because right. he was – he was playing really well, and and one of the biggest things that changed was his attitude. Right, and uh, I think that Boogie Cousins. I mean, if he can get that together, he can be such a such a great player. Uh, he's well, already an amazing athlete he's now. A, he's a top five talent in the NBA. Yeah, if you're the Kings, here's here Ooh. put you on the spot. If okay, you're the Kings, off season comes around, do you get rid of George Carl, or do you get rid of Boogie, or do you try to stay pat with what they've got? I don't know that this relationship between those two could be salvaged. Yeah, I don't think so. I think George Carl has tried. Now, again, we're not behind the scenes. We're not telling the people within the organization. Right. We're all we're purely speculating from our end, mm -hmm. just kind of watching body language, watch, watching interactions. But to answer your question, man, it's going to be – I think the haul you could get in return for a Boogie Cousins might be worth it. How, how hard is it? I mean, it, we watched the 76ers are working so hard to get – an amazing talent right and and they can't seem to do it and, and and the sacramento kings have that amazing talent right i just don't see a situation where boogie cousins becomes an well the, the sacramento kings become an amazing team with boogie cousins correct i just i, I can't i can't see it he, you know he's just it's been so uh detrimental already just right and the I thing it's i don't there. know that you can have a guy like that be the alpha leader in your locker room. Right. And there really isn't another guy in the locker room like that for the Kings. Now, mm -hmm. I mean, some could say Rajon Rondo, Rudy, yeah, they're veterans. They've been in the league for a long time. Right. Those guys aren't. They're not there. They're not grabbing That's not their thing, yeah. They're not putting him under their wing and saying, hey, this is how you should treat everybody in the league. This is how you work. This is how you win. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for Boogie, he's been surrounded by that his entire career and kind of right. in an organization in the Kings that has been – just all over the place and has not really had a focus and mm -hmm. had a plan. And I'm sure they tried to Im implement some plan for him, but not something that they could really grow into. And with that much turmoil with a guy that's got that kind of attitude, this is what you get. You get a guy that's uber talented that can't necessarily lead a franchise. Right. And they're asking him to, and I don't know that he can. I don't know that he ever will. I think this is kind of what he is at this point. I don't know that he's ever going to move into anything different. And either you're okay with that and you move forward with it, or you say, we got to move on from it to really grow as a franchise. Uh, I agree. Um, now, Dan, it is time for uh, your favorite uh, segment. It is time for my favorite segment. It's Keeping Up With Chris Stapps. Awesome, awesome time we've had with Chris Stapps. Uh, Chris Stapps had a really nice week. Uh, had had DIP, but like not not nothing out of the out of the ordinary as far as on the court. You know, had twenty three mm -hmm. points against the Clips. Had pretty a really decent. nice game. Pretty good. Yeah, on seventeen shots, very efficient. The most important thing that happened with Chris Dapps was <laughs> he was asked to prom. <laughs> I have the picture up. I'll, I, would you like me to read? Oh yes, please. Okay, so a, a girl. Her name is Sam. Uh, she sends in a picture with all of this uh, Nick's memorabilia all around her. And in case you're wondering, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven Carmelo 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 jerseys. Carmelo jerseys. All different colors. Um, almost. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I'm sorry. There's eight. There's eight different Carmelo jerseys. A bunch of hats. She's got a Ewing, uh, Allen Houston, Walt Frazier, Steph Marbury, uh, Crawford, uh, Stoudemire, and one Porzingis jersey. One. One Porzingis jersey. It's right in the middle. And then she's holding up a sign. She's sitting in front of a Porzingis. Uh, cardboard cutout and it says hey porzingis not even his first name no not even hey chris Stapps or mr porzingis no uh hey porzingis take a break from all that dishing and swishing and be my number one by styling and profiling all the way with me to prom i gave her credit <laughs> it could have been worse it could have been worse she could have asked patrick ewing she could <laughs> <laughs> He might have said yes. <laughs> she didn't. She she went the Chris Dabbs route. He's more of age. She could have asked Patrick Ewing. 
She didn't. She didn't ask Patrick for the record. <laughs> she did have a Ewing jersey in the background. Did not ask Patrick, but she asked. He's, he's of age. He's you know would have been a what freshman in college at this age right now. Right. Yeah. So he's like, a kid. He's a kid still. You know, didn't I don't know if people in Latvia go to prom. I doubt. I don't, I don't know. Well, at least I he knew what I it was. Know, I, I think, don't know yeah. Latvia, um, <laughs> but he could have. He could have possibly gone to prom over there. We don't know. But no, just you know, cool. Hey, Chris Epps, you're of age to go to prom. Would you want to go with me? He did respond to the girl. He did respond, very which was politely. nice. He could have just said nothing, but instead he in- said... Instead, he interacted and said, hey, I will be out of the country. Doesn't know the date or the time or right. when the promise just says, I will be out of the country. Smooth response from Chris Dapps. A little fishy for me because let, let's take it. So most proms happen May, right? Right. So you think if you're an NBA player, you're hoping to be... In the playoffs in May, right? Right. Now, regardless of how the Knicks are actually doing, did he really make out-of-town vacation plans for May? He could have. There's a chance he could have been He's in the not playoffs. From the country. Let's give Chris Stapps <laughs> a break. He's maybe looking at it, saying, "You know what? This has been a good first year in New York. I don't think we're going to be in the playoffs. I'm going to head home to Latvia and spend some time abroad." But he uh, he respectfully declined in right. a video via Twitter. Tweeted it right at her. So, uh, Chris Dapps, that was cold-blooded. He said no. <laughs> he said no. Uh, and will not be attending prom in the United States this year. No. So, that was Keeping Up With Chris Dapps. <laughs> Chuck, back to you. <laughs> now, uh, everybody, again, this time of year, your friends, your buddies at the, at the office, uh, your friends in your group messages, everyone's talking about March Madness. Getting right. your brackets ready, getting your brackets in. Dan, you came to me with a game that we could play, not necessarily making a bracket because everybody makes brackets. Everybody, hey, we, let's, make, let's a make a bracket of the best five in the NBA. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> let's not do that. So you had a different game. Let's do this bracket of the best jerseys that are on in the NBA right now. Who's number one? Who do you like the best? The, the Clippers the are a number one seed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you say the Clippers are a number? One? The Clippers have the worst jersey. Exactly. That's ridiculous. my point. Did okay. you, not, you, you missed oh. the joke. That's okay. We're joking. Jokes are fun. <laughs> oh, so you anyway. had uh, yes, a I game have. that you wanted to introduce to me, and I'm on board. I'm really nervous about it. Yeah, I am but too. But go ahead, please explain. So this game we're going to call Family Alma Matters. It's a uh, <laughs> it's a throwback to the Family Matters Steve Urkel time of Did the I early nineties. Did I do that? Is right, and I want some cheese. Um, but anyway, the game we're going to play here is we are going to do a little back and forth draft. And what we're going to do is we're going to score it in a similar style that we did the all-star stuff earlier this year in a fantasy, in a fantasy style, eight category points, rebounds, assists, shooting percentages, free throws, all that good stuff. We're going to do the same thing. And what we're going to do here though, is you have to, we're going to do a starting lineup, all-star style. So two guards, three forwards. So you don't have to be specific with a center position, but two guards, three forwards. And what we're going to do is keep track of we have to draft players that went to a college that is currently in the NCAA tournament. Okay, so no D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is not allowed. Ohio State not in the tournament, unfortunately. Sorry, so Denver. The, Sorry, Denver. the player's alma mater has to be in the NCAA tournament. Got it. And you can keep that player's stats uh-huh. going as long as his alma mater is in the tournament. So say, oh, say Damian Lillard. Tough matchup round one. His uh, his right. Weber State is a uh, a 15, 15 seed. seed, so more than likely Weber State might get bounced in the first round. Now it has a, a two is knocked off. I've been knocked off by a 15, right. so more than likely going to be out. So is it worth to have Damien for possibly only one game or two games? So that's the question. Is as soon as that team gets bounced, his stats are no longer allowed. Okay. Uh, so that's how we'll score it. One on one. I'll have my five. You'll have yours. And what this. we'll do here. We haven't even started. This is the worst. Yes. Dover, looks like you're ready to interject. What do you got over there? You have a coin to flip? I'm gonna I am going to flip a coin on my computer. Ooh. Electronic it's not even a real coin. Pretty high tech. It's an okay. Electronic coin. So yeah, we're not snakes we're gonna do a just back and forth draft. So yeah, not yeah, a yeah, like, yeah. hey, you get first, I get second and third, that no right. gonna go okay. back to back. So Dover is our Adam Silver. Correct. And he's taking the podium. He's announcing who will receive the first pick. Well, uh, we got to figure out who's going to call heads or tails on this coin. Oh, uh, this is Dan's game. Dan, he can call it. I will well, call. Also, he's in, he's in lead on trivia, so we're going to That's, oh, that's true. true. Yeah. So yeah. you have to make those things count for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will call heads. Oh, man. It is tails. Ooh, Ooh first, first pick. pick. 
Um, crap, I really didn't want the first pick because I knew that I thought there were two guys that were um, bound to be one of our first picks. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was hoping that you would get the first one. That way I wouldn't have to make the decision. Correct. Oh, crap. Um, you know what? I'm just going to go with a guy who uh, just goes out and gets points and maybe his team can make a run. I'm going with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant off the board. Kevin first Durant. pick. Te- Texas is going to make a run. And, and Who knows? I don't a know. Six seed. Okay. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for okay, Texas. Charlie. All right. So now I am up. I'm going to make my first selection mm-hmm. as Andrew Wiggins. <sighs> he was on the list. I like that pick. Kansas is going to make a nice little run. Andrew Wiggins might be uh, putting up some serious numbers as he has been over the past couple weeks. I think this is going to be a good thing for me. Well, I I have this team in my final four, and so I'm hoping that this guy can stick around. He likes to fill the box score. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Very solid choice. Thank you. He was very high on my list of people I wanted to draft. Uh, question. Andrew Wiggins. Um, I have him under a forward. I think he's a shooting guard. I have, him, I have him as a shooting guard. He, had, he was shooting guard slash power, or, uh, small forward. In fantasy, I have him as a guard. Okay, you his uh, natural position is a guard. Okay, he's a shooting guard. That's fine. Um, Thank you for trying to mess me up on my pick. No problem. Uh, So I am actually going to go with a team who I think is going to make a run: Texas A&M. And an alum from Texas A&M. No, 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 no. DeAndre Jordan. Good. All right. Fine. Yeah, I have him. Yeah. So I'm going to take DeAndre. Oh, um, caveat: we didn't mention we can only have one team correct you can only each yeah so i can't have another guy from kansas or another guy from texas which is good because then i'll just leave chris middleton to the end thank you there you go um uh let's see here who else is bound to make a run um you know it's tough to go for guys who just are on teams that aren't doing well all right okay i got it who do you got i'm gonna get i'm gonna get my other guard while i'm at it have at it kyle lowry Kyle Lowry, good pick. Villanova. He's very high on my list as well. Two seed. Yeah, they're going to make a run. Boom, bada-boom, bada-bang. I'm going to go back to me, another guard. Oh, good. My second guard, only because he's been playing so well, Mm -hmm. and UConn made a uh, nice three-quarter court shot to send it to overtime. I'm going to go with Kemba. Good call. Yeah, I like what UConn did in the American Conference. I don't even know what to call them anymore. It's so sad. (laughs) The AAC. Dude. That's the AAC. that's the hardest part about watching college oh basketball gosh. right now is the Big East tournament this time of year is my favorite thing going. Oh, it's and it, it doesn't mm, exist anymore. Yeah, it's just not nearly the scale. Well, it, it exists, but it's not in Madison Square Garden. It's not taking over everything I'm doing in those first couple weekends. Yeah. But I know we're talking NBA, but yeah, missed that Big East tournament. It's basketball, it's, exactly. It's all right. Yeah. Um. Well, Kentucky is normally pretty good for a run or two. Right. And uh, Anthony Davis is pretty good at basketball. He is pretty good at basketball. I'm going to take Anthony Davis. You're going to take Anthony. I'm doing it. So coming back to me, a guy we just talked about for a little bit, I'm going to also stay on the Kentucky side of things, and I'm going to go with Boogie. All right. Um, so here's what I did. I, what I, I put I put Kevin Durant on my guard side because I wanted to put him at shooting <laughs> Well, uh, something no. I would allow I like if you were in real life, but unfortunately, Kevin Durant is uh, right. is a forward. He is a. I kind of realized that yeah. as I did it, um, which means I need to pick somebody who also counts as a guard, um, and I, th- I think I think th- I think this will work probably. Um, oh crap! Now I'm not sure which one I want to go for. Um, what you have? You, let's current so, rundown. Current rundown. My current guards: Kemba mm-hmm. Walker. Walker, Kemba Walker, 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 Kemba Walker, and mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins. Okay, and then my bigs up front are DeAndre Jordan and Boogie Cousins, and I have one pick left. Alrighty, um, farts, um, okay, I think I will go for man. It's between two guys, and I don't know who to pick, and it's really frustrating because I want to take him because I don't think he's all right. F. Um, Chris Middleton. I'm gonna Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton, Texas A&M. Texas A&M guy. They uh they had a really nice game against Kentucky over the weekend. Yeah, played them did. played them all the way to the stretch. Liked it. So my final pick is: Could we really go an entire segment talking about college basketball without me doing something with North Carolina? Oh, we oh couldn't gosh. do it. We couldn't do it. I'm Even, gonna, I want to be honest with you. 
I don't even have a North Carolina player on my team. Well, I on probably my, on my sheet. I probably shouldn't. Right. I agree. But just to do it because I think they'll make a run. Uh huh. Well, I hope they make a run. I'm gonna have Harrison Barnes as my other forward, <laughs> just because. Because I think he is the the best of the guys that are currently in the NBA. Okay. The thought was possibly Marvin Williams, but I didn't want to do that. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Harrison Barnes. So my my final starting lineup, and you can give us yours. Okay. We will go Kemba Walker, Andrew Wiggins, mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes, Boogie Cousins. DeAndre Jordan. I'm going to lose free throws, but I'm okay with it. That's fine. I'll allow it. But yeah, real life though, I if I had this as a starting five, I'd be pretty okay with it. Um, mine's better because I have Kyle Lowry. NBA uh, All-Star. Chris Middleton. Various quality NBA player. Uh, Kevin Durant. NBA All-Star times 10. Uh, slash MVP. Right. Uh, uh, Draymond Green. Yep. Uh, oh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, it's a pretty good team. Yeah, I think I'm going to win this one. You probably will. <laughs> but what you don't have is a UNC player on your team. That's true. I was looking at um, the other guys I was looking at was uh, Paul George. I looked at Kyrie Irving. I also other guard spot. I looked at both those two guys as well. Yeah. Paul George would have been great even for one game. But right. Fresno State, I don't know that they can right. pull I looked at I looked at Victor Oladipo as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I looked at LaMarcus Aldridge as a possibility. John Wall. DeMar DeRozan, Carmelo, but guys that I just figured, man, I don't know if those teams are going to make serious runs. Um, I think Texas A&M will play well. I think UConn is playing very well right now. Kansas is the number one seed, so I want to get a guy from Kansas. Um, and I think Carolina will play well in the tournament, so I had to get at least one Carolina guy on that roster. Well, if we ever want to play this game in the future, we have to remember we can never pick LeBron. That's a bummer. How frustrating. A lot of the really talented guys in the NBA – could not pick this season. No, oh, I clicked on Nicholas Batum without even thinking. I was like, oh, Nicholas Batum. I wonder where he went to school. I was like, right, he's French. Yeah. I knew that. Not not. Knew American. that the whole time. Did, Real upset. Did not play. Um, we're, we're at the end of our show here, so we want to hit some trivia. Of course, Dover, Gyro, he's got our trivia question. Gyro, what's up, man? Well, before that, I have a question for you. Oh, you have a oh, question for interesting. us. interesting. What's up? I have two trivia, trivia questions. Ooh. Which one would you like, A or B? This is ridiculous. Decide. A or B? Decide between the two of you. Uh, well, we both have an A our name, so let's go with A. Deal. Okay. Highest three-point field goal percentage for a season, full team. For the whole team. Yes, the whole team, and then extra point for the season itself and the percentage. Why do we do this? Um, okay, I'm going to – I do this every time where I have, like, a recency bias. Yeah, me too. I'm just like, oh, it was probably... They're shooting more threes now, so it's got to be now. It was probably last year. Um, Let me think here. Um, I have mine, and I'm upset about it. That's pretty typical with these trivia questions. I make them hard just for you. I kind of hate you a little bit. Maybe we should have picked question B. Darn it. Question B was the lowest three-point percentage. You would have been much worse than that. Yeah, that would have gone real bad. Okay, I have my answer. Uh, I have mine as well. Uh, Chuck, let's start with you. I am behind. Uh, I decided, again, recency bias. Mm-hmm. I went last year. Okay. The Houston Rockets at 37% was what I put. Uh, that, that, that face that you gave me does not look good. That was a no. That was a no. Um, Crap. I did not know, so I just <laughs> chose the team that I liked. <laughs> I liked the 1996 Seattle Sonics at 41%. Oh, man. How bad did we? Is it going to be another team from, like, 1984? Uh, no. Dan got the year spot on. What? You got 96? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You were one percentage point away from the percentage. Oh, what was Jeez. the percentage? Wow, both bonuses. 42. 42. Crud. And team was the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. Scott Burrell was on that team. He could really stroke it. I think Glenn Rice was on that team. This is all off the cuff. I really actually don't know. Oh man, this is so much fun. Dover, do you do you have that roster up? I'd love to really dig into some of these some of these players. Oh yes, I do have it up. What do we got? Yeah, I pulled it up real quick too. Uh, we got uh, Del Curry. Oh, of, uh, what, of course. Now that makes sense. Of okay, course. That sense. Right, How could we have forgotten Del Curry? I, I, I went Scott Burrell and I went oh uh, Glenn Rice and forgot. 
Del Curry. Also, a guy that I used for a trivia answer a couple weeks back, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, Muggsy. Muggsy's in Bogues. What do you know? Vladdy's in there. Who's now now running the show with the Kings. But, you know, he was getting threes back then. I don't think he ever Mm -hmm. shot a three. We could look that up. But I don't don't know that he shot many for that team. Oh, Tom Chambers was on that team. Most famous for getting dunked on by uh, Michael Jordan real hard. You're kidding me that Tom Chambers was on that team. A good Matt Geiger reference in there. Man, really liked (laughs) Matt Geiger. Wow, what a team. No, well, the team is right. They stroked it from three, though. Now, speaking of Glenn Rice, uh, shares the same birthday as Jeremy Dover. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hello. Fun, that's fun me. fact. That's a real thing. That's my name. Played exactly 1,000 games. Pretty oh, good. Oh, wow, that's also fun. Yeah, basketball reference. Very also, fun. Also, Charlie, you said yeah. uh, last year's Houston Rockets, uh-huh. correct? For your they team? did something. They did. Uh, they have the highest average three-point field goal per game. God, well, I mean, season. it was 11. Close. 11.38. Program. It was something to do with the most in three point and rockets. It was so close. Gosh, so right. close. Well, close. moving on to if it hits, I'm a genius. Rough last hits, week. I'm a genius. Yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, I went for Steph getting the uh, revenge game, um, and you guys. I wanted to say 55. You talked me up to 59. Yep, wouldn't let you. It was it was 34, 35. Yeah, 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 I believe so. Didn't 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 quite make it. Dan, along the same lines. <laughs> speaking of, went with uh, two Warriors losses, both at home. Not quite. Not even close. Not quite. Eighty-one and <laughs> a half in one of those games, so yeah. I was way off. Not quite. And of course, we always like to have uh, Dover's take. And um, Dover, you went for D'Angelo Russell getting a thirty, ten, and ten, and then combined steals and blocks for another ten. Um, n- nope, <laughs> did not happen. But you know what did? Take a shot to the little D'Angelo's on a pass from LeBron. So he had that mm-hmm. going for him, at least, Yeah, he's right? got that going for him. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, Dan, I've seen what y- your little preview on our on our list here, and I already love it. Correct. So this week, if it hits, I'm a genius. Giannis has been on a triple-double tear. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say he gets two more triple-doubles this week. Two more this week. Two By more the time this week. we record. Now, we're recording a little late. Next week. Next correct. week. Yes. Just a heads up for everybody. Correct. Don't, don't start... The, with the tweets and emails, it's okay. We'll be back. We'll be back. It's an extension. A little, yeah, a little bit. But um, Yeah, so I'm going to say if it hits, I'm a genius. Giannis, two more triple-doubles this week. He's been on a tear. I think he's going to continue to do it to end the season. Two more triple-doubles. Are we okay with that? I'm, I'm on board, yes. Yes? Yeah, I'm good, yes. Yep. Okay. Um, DeMarcus Cousins is somehow amazing against Anthony Davis. Yes. I think there's definitely a little bit of my Kentucky team was better than your Kentucky team. Yes. Even though they didn't win a title, he still thinks that. Yes. Right. And so, uh, I'm thinking DeMarcus 38, 18 and give him nine assists. 38, 18, nine. If you can bump the points up to in the 40s, because he had a 40-point okay. game against them last week. Can I go? All right. If I bump it up to 45, can I bring the assist down to six? I'll allow that. All right. That's fine. Yes. Okay. So no, 45, 18, and six. 45, 18, and six. Yes. I will allow that. Awesome. Dover. The best. Dum, dum, the best one. I got a good one today. We've waited oh, an hour yes. and five minutes for this. Correct. The uh, on Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. Right. Thursday. There's a big game in the Western Conference, the Trailblazers versus. The Wait, you're Spurs. doing a St. Patty's Day game, and you're I not am. talking about the Celtics? No, sorry, the, are they even playing? Anymore? I don't know. It no, they're not. How are the Celtics not playing on St. Patty's Day? Well, it's not American. <laughs> That's true. Not American. Really, it's just not American. Well, no, here's anyway. what's going Anyway, happen. sorry. Yeah. Trailblazers, Spurs. Yeah. Triple overtime. Triple overtime. If you make it a, if you make it a quad, I'm in. I'm, wait, wait, I'm no, you gotta triple. you gotta hear this score. Okay, 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 what's the, the score? score? The score is gonna be one forty eight, one forty six. If if you Trailblazers, by the way, Trailblazers are gonna win this. If game. you make Trailblazers are gonna win. If, okay, I'll triple overtime, make uh the uh, over three hundred. Combine score over three hundred. I'm oh, in. Okay, that's good. That's I'll good. I'll be into that. All right. Cool. <laughs> I like it. I'm into that. This is gonna yeah. be real fun. Oh, yep. Yeah. Man, that game is going to be 93 to 85. <laughs> Probably. But, man, if it goes over 300 combined, we will be shouting from the mountaintops. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, if you'd like to be part of our chat, make sure you find us on Twitter at hack underscore a underscore chat. Or you can email us at hackachatcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Any questions you guys have for us, uh, teams you want us to talk about, players you want us to talk about, 
We'll get to it. I promise. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cleep3. You can find Gyro on Twitter at JTD Perk. You cannot find Dan on Twitter. I will be on Twitter as soon as the Willennium hits. You know, it was weird because you just talked about things happening on Twitter. And I was like, how does he know? He's not on Twitter. <laughs> Shout out to Tim Pichatelli for making our music. Uh, go check him out on SoundCloud. Make sure you go to our iTunes, subscribe, rate, review. Or if you have an Android, get our SoundCloud. Oh. You can you can follow wait, that wait, up wait, as well. Uh, stop, It'll stop, be stop. great. Stop. Yeah. Stop. What? Every week. We're here to talk hoops and about what happened to Harold Miner. So okay, no, but news. it's madness. No, this no, no. is madness. Yeah, you're right. This is Harold Miner kicking the chest down into the hole. Um, that's, <laughs> that's a 300 reference, in case you're wondering. Thanks. I kind of it. like the combined score he had in the dunk contest. But bam, he had a bunch of cool dunks and he won the dunk contest. Harold Miner just. Can we talk about him? No, not yet. We're like we're an hour and seven minutes. But uh, we do not have enough time. We talked about March Madness. You made a pun about Family Matters. Gosh, that was great. It was awesome. I should have I should have worked it in there. Oh man. Well, next week. Next okay, week. Okay, next week. Next week. And until then, make sure you travel safe. Be good to one another. Ball out.